Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So that's the desert. We just wanted to bring everyone up to date on that. And Susan asked me to save right. all of this till she and got yeah, in here. Yeah, because it, it transformed you. Oh, really? You were so whiny before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm diverticulitis. Uh, my shoulders hurt. Uh. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey everybody, welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. We appreciate the emails. We've got tons of them coming in today at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. Also the voice messages, 818-253-1693. And I know I've been giving you guys shit to being depressed. But uh, I'm sort of kidding, but I'm sort of not. So uh, bring the attitude, everybody. And uh, young ladies, uh, we need more of the female listeners, viewers' uh, participation because they always bring us joy. And we appreciate that. Speaking of bringing me joy, my own source of joy, Susan Pinsky in the house tonight. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yes, she's come back. She's returned. I have. In spite of the uh, previous episodes that have been somewhat uh, cantankerous <laughs> slash abusive, you've uh, come back again. I did. Mommy's always come back. So uh, everything's going well with you? Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, my life is good. Yeah. Yes. Good to be back in Austin. Yeah. Yeah. This has actually been a fun trip this time. We had dinner last night with uh, Duncan Trussell. Yes. Yeah. And his lovely wife. Mm -hmm. Oh, we nice. Had, How was that? Really fun. We had never really met her before, and so it was nice to spend some time with her. So. Super nice. Yeah. Fun he bought us dinner, by the way, which was really nice. I know. Yeah. So I appreciate so, it. We didn't deserve it. I, I tell everybody, uh, thank you for taking out the Fockers. We're the Fockers? Yes. <laughs> so speaking of being Fockers, um, <laughs> this morning she you asked me a strange question about whether or not any was black. No, I got an email from some mommy on the, uh, on the uh, contact at drdrew.com that said, if any says that he's Asian and white, why does he talk like a black guy? Annie, please straighten them out. You know, man, there's a lot of times I've looked back on this show and I've been like, man, I feel so dumb, you know, like I just, I say dumb stuff and I didn't say this at the right time, but mm -hmm. God damn, I could never be as dumb as these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> never. I will never be as dumb as these niggas. It's fucking, I like, I don't even want to say, I but, want them to but be you know forever minded on you could on only the possibility. Be, you could only be like one thing, dude. <laughs> so yeah. fucking stupid. I, and I, all I thought was, this guy needs to listen. <laughs> Yeah, and he's listening more to the show. No, yeah. But, but, but you know what? People are dumb online generally. You know what I mean? That, that's one thing I've been noticing lately. I, I've started saying stuff sort of provocatively just to see what people do with it. And the answers are so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> what are the type of things that you're putting out there? Uh, nothing. It's usually been some COVID stuff. I'm just sort of nudging a little bit, like with, you know, some sort of, you know, al almost on the margin controversial comments about myocarditis and COVID vaccines or he something. He tried to be nice in the email or, or you know, at the end. He Susan goes, love you anyways, but... She's just, she's just yeah, still in, it, in but the email. But it was just email. dumb stuff. Was she's just still dumb. in the any statement. She's still bothered by the fact that she brought this up. <laughs> she's not heard a word we said since uh, since any called everybody that that uh, is uh, communicating with us the N-word. That's when Susan's brain just went... Meh. <laughs> so. Drew, I think we got some voicemails. Oh, let's do it. Let's get some voicemails. <laughs> let's change the subject. <laughs> hey, Dr. Drew, my name is Sean. I'm a long-time Loveline listener, so you live. Glad to see you on your mom's house, uh, sucking and fucking like always. But my question is pertaining to my 15-year-old daughter. Mm. I have been in her life as her stepfather for the last uh, six years, and recently kind of due to uh, very unrelated biological dad issues not being in her life with a huge abandonment problem. She started turning to substances to try and cope with this abandonment. Um, just starting with vape pens, she's not really drinking that we know of. 
Uh, her mom and I are doing her best to try and be supportive. Uh, she is currently in therapy, but I want to know, as you know, as a father figure, what more can I try and do for her to try and guide her in the right direction? Punch me, beat me, maybe even tickle me a little. <laughs> well, so here's the deal. Um, this is not a parent problem. This is a mental health problem. And you have to really distinguish between when there's a parenting issue and when there's a a, a medical issue here, a, a mental health problem. And thank God she has a mental health professional. Uh, make sure that this person is adequately trained to handle the situation. I will guarantee you whatever you he you're hearing about that she's doing, it's 10 times more, at least 10 times more. Uh -oh. Whatever gets, if they're lazy enough that things get through to the parents, you're only getting the tip of the iceberg. Um, so, you know, you're going to have to be in family sessions. You probably should have a family therapist in addition to having her have an individual therapy. And we have to decide here whether or not this is somebody developing burgeoning addiction or not. And that therapist needs to help you understand that. And if it really is addiction, you're going to have to start attending a program called Al-Anon uh, and get your own sponsor. So your interactions with her change a little bit and the Al-Anon sponsor can help you do that. So there's a lot to be done here in terms of sort of you know, I'll, I'll ask Susan this question in terms of being a role model as a step parent. Uh, one of the things for sure to immediately is make the house a completely safe environment, get the liquor out of the house, get any medications out of your medicine cabinet, and just, you know, the home is a completely safe environment. Don't tolerate any illegal activities and drop the axe where you can. You're, you may have to do some really serious uh, consequences for some of her choices, but what do you, what do you think? I totally agree. Yeah. Is there anything he can do modeling as a, as a, you know, stepdad? He feels like he's not the biological dad. He feels guilty. Um, I don't know. Uh, don't do drugs in front of her. Yeah. Don't drink do a drink or... or do anything around her for sure. For sure. And don't, don't tolerate anything. Look, it's, it, she has to stop all of this period end and to sort of minimize and go, oh, she's only doing a little cocaine or just some wheat. No, zero, none, zero. And are there any other illegal activities you allow your children to do? Just no, no well, illegal activities, period. Also, you used to say that if our kids were at a party and the mm -hmm. parents served alcohol, mm -hmm. you would call the cops. A hundred percent. 100%. So our kids never got invited anywhere. Right, they had to go to any parties. Uh, so, <laughs> because, look, if a parent is serving alcohol at an adolescent... <laughs> it worked, though. They didn't do anything until they were 18. Yeah, then pff, wheels yeah. come off the wagon right after that. But, <laughs> but um, if, if you're, if you're uh, giving alcohol to, to underage individuals, uh, you, the parents that are providing the alcohol, are specifically liable for it anything that happens in that uh, relation to that party. And you should know that when it comes to adverse outcomes, you always find alcohol, whether it's accidents, fights, unwanted sexual contact, pregnancies, STIs, anything, you name it, it's always alcohol. So you are setting yourself up as that parent providing alcohol to be the subject of some really serious consequences when shit goes down. So right. don't, don't and, do that. And know that when she leaves the house, she's going to do it somewhere else. Right. Uh, so, but keep the house safe and don't tolerate illegal activities and get a family therapist and let's start How do you feel about like going in and searching their room and mm -hmm. stuff like that? When, you're, when you are trying to save somebody's life, you do whatever you got to do. Right. But take the direction of the therapist. But I'm not sure this therapist necessarily is fully equipped to handle it. A very, very, very serious situation like this. So. We got really lucky. None of our kids had that. And mental health is such a slippery slope. You know, it's uh, just so hard. It's very tough. And and look, most of us have something, right? It just that's just the way it is. And this poor kid, I, we don't know is if that stepdad was an alcoholic, she has a fifty percent probability of having that gene. And the fact that she's got some momentum with substances is highly suggestive. Well, if it's an absentee parent, then there's a good possibility. Right. That's right. And this dad. I remember when you thing. went to the high school when our kids were starting to get into that age mm. where they were having parties and stuff, and we tried to get everybody to sign contracts that mm -hmm. they wouldn't have alcohol in their homes mm -hmm. and and you know have parties and stuff like that and they all refused all the attorneys freaked out if you remember yeah. i won't sign a contract uh, how dare yeah. you ask me to do that? it's like <laughs> I, I just have an agreement we'll do this and i don't call it a contract <laughs> whatever so yeah that didn't go over very well so one of the things that has uh you and i can talk about now that i've not been able to talk about is yes. what, we only tell you part of it by the way your because, exciting journey yeah we can talk about the people that I was there with. So I went out into the Wadi Rum Desert of uh, Jordan and uh, participated in a, a special forces recruit training session 
uh, part of a reality show where we literally, this is the group. We were literally a special forces unit. There I am up there. Uh, next to me is, uh, I think, uh, Montel Jordan. And uh, I'm seeing Mel B there. You see Kenya. You see uh, Jamie, Jamie Lynn Spears. Spears. Anthony Kate Scaramucci. Eight, Jan- Kate Gosling. Kate Gosling. Hannah Brown. Uh, Nastia Lucan. Danny the, Amendola. Danny, who's going to come with us tonight to this, uh, the... Um, Kill Tony show. Anthony Scaramucci. Yep, Scaramucci's Good there. Good guy. So those, those are... The, Dwight Howard. Yep, that's right. Dwight Howard from the Lakers. Oh, there. great names. Yeah. Really cool people. And you made lo- friendships of a lifetime. Yeah, because we were bonded in trauma. <laughs> we yes, were, yes. I mean, we were literally you know, shitting in t- pie tins and... Uh, if people were on their period, too bad. It was coming. Out, it was in front of everybody. You were shitting in what? Oh yeah, shitting you got to talk about tent. the brown situation. Shitting in there. a pie tent. We the the it <laughs> was going a hole that you dug. No it's, hole. It was a it was a tin. It was like a thing, and it was um, like a bedpan. We we yeah, kind of bedpan. We had we had kind of stalls. But the stalls only went up to about your mid abdomen, uh, and Dwight Dwight Howard is six foot yeah, nine. Yeah, he Dwight was Howard, hanging over the even top. when he was sitting. He was lo- looking down on everybody else, and so I there, can imagine Kate. I think it was that told me that there was she. She told him, "Sorry, Dwight, just whatever it is, you're going to get a show. Just the way it goes." And um, that was the one thing that they all talked about. They had to go in pairs. You had to, to, you, you're not allowed to go. And once you're in the tent, you were fine. But if you left the, your your com, you know, confines of your tent, you had to go in pairs and you had to run. Because, you know, it's not safe for one person to go out in the desert by themselves to take not a Not just dump. the desert. The, the, the conceit was that we could get it. We were on a well, military. Well, it was a safety issue, right? We were in a military unit and could get attacked at any right. moment. Right. So you need and somebody so, there to, right, to help you, have your back. You. Right. And there was one shower uh, for all of us that was outside by the pie tins. And it was just sort of dribbled out. It was just sort of this dribble oh, thing. Uh, and, and I remember the first day, Nastia took a shower. I was shocked. I'm like, Nastia, you took a. You think you got all those clothes? We had all this military gear on. You took it all. We took a shower. That's. I. How did you? How did you do that? I couldn't, couldn't even pull so it off. So he saw her naked. Yeah. No. No. It, she because the shower had kind of a thing to like here. You could. Kind Anyways, of there was it, it was there was no. Hum, it was a humbling experience. Oh, Beverly Mitchell everyone. from. Uh, was it one? They had a Miss USA or something. Miss. Uh, well, Hannah um, Brown, she's a Miss yeah. Alabama and uh, Bachelorette. And Super cool people. Yeah, we've got like, to know everybody. Tough people. T- well, that is, yes. And so thank you for saying that, Susan, because that is the one thing that everybody, I want everyone to know about this group. Everybody you see here, I know it's it's going to be hard for you to, until you see it. Oh, yeah, Mike Piazza from the Mets is up yeah, there. Yeah, he was cool. Um, He's fine. We went out uh, to dinner with him, too. Yep. Uh, until you see how tough these people are, you're you're going to be shocked how tough everyone is. You're going to be shocked. And it was, oh, I think that's me jumping out of a helicopter about three stories up into the Red Sea. Uh, looks about. Well, like I my looked. Dive. I looked closely. That one. That person has dark hair. Oh, but, really? But so, he, you did that. Yeah, I did that. Who else got a good dive like that? It might have been Danny or something. Maybe it's Danny. Uh, Danny Amendola. But what? You look intrigued. Dove. No, I'm just you, looking through all these pictures. You, I'm trying to find you, one with you in you it. No, he's he's not. There's, There's not no Montel pictures of Jordan. him. Yeah, you'll see him, but they, you know, they there were 17 people or 16 people. Yeah. To start, so this so. was us the night before we went into the desert. <laughs> we were actually in the desert That's there. Drew's but, phone. Up, yeah. Phone. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is when they were still normal people. We uh, we were their wearing, lives have been transformed. We were wearing sunglasses and things like that. Yeah, they were smiling. <laughs> And uh, the shit just hit the fan. <laughs> 120 uh, it, degree heat. I actually sent you a, a, Sand a, a screen uh, shot of our of, my, of the temperatures at the beach. And if you see that thing I sent to Zolo, maybe he thought I've sent it mis- mistakenly. But well, I, he when he went left, you know, he said he was with all these people. He was taking video of the, the day before mm-hmm. when he was with them. And then five days went by or, or a couple days went by. Seemed like a long time. Um. I get a phone call from him, and he's like, "From me, yeah." And you were just amped up. You were just okay. like, but, "But anyway, it, you, you were we like can't talk his about, adrenaline okay. as was just through the okay. roof." You it cannot so talk about how long of anything, anything, right? Okay, I don't know how long it was, right. but anyways, the um, but when I met his friends, and they all got together to talk about their experiences, same thing. The the energy is so high; it was so intense, and they. Just they're such good friends now, and like I don't know why 
you know, Danny wants to go out with us every time we come to town. <laughs> He's so adorable and his, his girlfriend's adorable. But it's like it's like we made these friendships, but but they're also the stories are just incredible. Well, there it is. That that's the that is the temperature every day at the beach. Oh, that was that just was, like uh, Austin. That was Al Akbar. Agaba. Al Agaba. And uh, the when she went into the desert, it was 120 every But day. people need to know what SAS training is. SAS training is, uh, you know, seer training. You have to, you have to find your way through things. You have to tolerate being in a box for long periods of time. They put yeah. hoods over your head and put like mic- you're under torture. Yeah, they, torture how conditions. you would be tortured if you were captured yeah. by torture the torture conditions by the, the enemy interrogations. There's, you know, things blowing up. There is you have to uh, jump off high buildings, very high buildings out of, out of helicopters. Out of helicopters. Yeah. Did they waterboard you? Uh, no waterboard. They oh, didn't no, do that, but no. they did give them um, scuba lessons right before. Yeah, we had some scuba clearance, and then that never happened. Yeah. I don't know why that didn't happen. But uh, <laughs> Well, I think they realized some people couldn't swim or something. There were people that did not swim, <laughs> and yet there were people are like Montel was afraid of heights and couldn't swim and jumped out of that damn helicopter. Yeah. And I'm saying, I was like... And they would go for Oof. your weak point. Like if you if you had a fear of heights, they'd make sure you did the, the, yep. the uh, exercise where you had to... You know, repel off a cliff or something. Repel down yeah. a huge, well, you know. Yeah. Drew, yeah. What was your biggest fear that they made you do? Uh, shitting in that pie tent. No, uh, no. Uh, and no pictures of that in here in my folder. No. What's going on with that? No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, no, was I was I was into it. I didn't have fear of stuff. It was just sort of the, the you were heart, into it. So yeah. they're like, take a shit in this pie tin. Yep. How yeah, high? Yes, staff. That's all I would say all the time. Yes, staff. The the. The hard part was you, you were always off balance. You were never sure exactly. They never gave you full instructions on anything. You never knew what was coming next. And so that was unpleasant. Like always trying to figure out what, what you're supposed to be doing and what, right. to, how to do it. And they, they were just constantly screwing with you that way, just trying to keep you off balance. Because they was, didn't. was there anyone that was that broke like surprisingly fast or that you were like, wow, they're really having a rough time with this? Or was everyone just trying to hang on? It, everyone was. These people are tough. Uh, everyone hung on. It nobody was, wanted was, to leave. Yeah, nobody wanted to leave. People, I mean, you, people you got left to, when they had to, really. You got to <laughs> say when you wanted to leave. It wasn't like there was a million dollars at the end and right. everybody was killing themselves to get to it. It was like, as soon as you were like, oh, I've had enough. I'm out. Like, or I can't do that. Yeah. And everybody, but everybody felt guilty doing that because oh. they wanted to stay as long as yes. possible. Yes, people felt bad. Like they let everyone else down if they didn't do I mean, something. I mean, they all tell the same story. So you'll get to see that in January, everybody. It's going to be so exciting, you guys. Everybody needs to watch this. It's, it's going to be on it's Fox. Like, it's like cinematography. Yeah, it's not like a film. It's you, know, like, and it's, it's, yeah, you can it, see those pictures. Oh, there we are. That's uh, Beverly Mitchell, actress. Uh, yeah, I remember from Seventh Heaven, right? Seventh Heaven, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, men and women. Oh, and, and um, Carly Lloyd. That was Carly Lloyd down the hill, famous soccer player. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right. So that's the desert. We just wanted to bring everyone up to date on that. And Susan asked me to save right. all of this till she and got yeah, in here. Yeah, because it, it transformed you. Oh, really? You were so whiny before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm diverticulitis. Uh, my shoulders hurt. Uh yeah, right. Remember that so before he left. Re- you gave him a really Jewy voice there. Boy, <laughs> my diverticulitis. Yeah, I've got the Jewy voice. Happy New Year, by the way, Nadav. Oh, thank you, Shana Tova. But so, um, yeah, I'm uh, the goyest person that's here. That's today, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, You're working on on your uh, on your day off. Good for you. Yep. Thank he, you. He is a bad Jew. We love that. We love that about you. So. so you love that about me? I love that you work when you're not supposed to. Oh, yeah. 
Well, yeah, I'd be gone for all of September and October. That's if, ridiculous. If I was observant. Oh, jeez. No chance. <laughs> Zero chance. Uh, so no, but you were you were so, like yeah. So I was that way, and and but but when I started training for this thing, I really kind of responded and felt better. I thought, oh, this is gonna be great. I feel you know. I'm, then I got punished in the desert, and I came back, and I and I thought. Oh, message received. I'm old. When you're old, you have this shit. Stop whining about it. You're lucky to be where you are. Stop it. You got, so you're, funny. You're four year age. You're doing fine. Just no, but shut he worked up. out so hard yep. before the show, yep. and I, you know, because he had the diverticulitis. Then he started working out, and he started feeling good, mm. and he was motivated and he was excited. Mm. And then when he got there, he was fine. Um, he screwed I think up. His, I think I had a little bit of an you attack. Screwed up your so. knee the first oh, day. Oh no! I uh, the day before, <laughs> two days before we go to the desert, I blew out my calf muscle. Oh. <laughs> jumping rope yeah, yeah. i was like Blew out your calf Why well yeah i got a, the, the, the medial head just tore that was and right when you got there yes this day two well they were two days up. before the the going to the desert and danny amadola the new england patriot really worked on it for me and it was like helped me get you know <laughs> so like, i could start a, running again well, tell him what he did he took a metal bar and was just like running working it working it out <laughs> oh, a little body work yeah and uh, i it, that fixed I, it I, it was pretty good. I still had to go get it taped up at the when we, when we were in the desert. We had it. We were on a camp, you know, a campground, and there was a medic unit. And I went in there and got taped up, and it really helped me. Yeah. So I was pretty good after that. So, so then he but it took went a couple through weeks for it to heal. This yeah. rigorous oh, 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 training you, you and can, hold on. What? Let's back. Let's rewind. You could just tape a torn calf muscle. Well, and what power I did, we it? taped. Ta- yeah, just powering through it. Yeah. What? Yeah, we can power through a lot of muscular injuries. You can. But then you don't need surgery. You're just like, oh, no, I, I no. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a through and through tear. It wasn't like the entire muscle. <laughs> What's that? Willpower. Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking. See, this what any lives by willpower. You understand? <laughs> he taught me that long time ago. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't have to happen. And the adrenaline was so, so high. Bl- blood does not have to circulate through your system. No. <laughs> Time no. off, not on Your heart doesn't watch. have to beat. No, it doesn't need to. Don't worry about it. Not if you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're you still breathing, it. just power so, through it. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was it was unpleasant. It was uncomfortable, but I could power through it. And I, the problem, what I fear was I was going to really re-injure it to the point where I could. Because at one point I couldn't walk. And I thought, shit, I come out to the desert, now I can't walk? Are you kidding? Uh, that was very disturbing. And then disturbing. the stuff they made you do and you were able to do is just insane. So apparently it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Was okay. yeah just a little yeah. duct tape and you're good to go. But then hurt. he got home and this isn't the inside story because I know everything about him. He decided to go in and I, talk I, to a I, surgeon. I don't really know what she's going to talk about. You, you said, I'm going to go get this diverticulitis taken care of. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get a surgeon. I'm not going to wimp out yeah, anymore. Yeah. So he went and he looked into it and they said, nope, not taking it out so they just gave him some really good uh, advice and he's been great been and Why he's did- in great shape now he works out a little harder he mm-hmm. looks really good mm-hmm. he's he's uh strong and yeah. yeah it's it's pretty it was a transformation definitely doing a reality show sometimes can do that to you it can really help you yeah it can kick your ass and make you did kick my feel ass. good about yourself again and can i ask why they why they refuse to remove the part of your uh uh Sigma, oh, be, because they, they, the guy was like, let's try a couple other things first. And I was like, okay, I'll try these things. And they worked like crazy. What and were the it, things? He had me take a lot more bulk, which I was already taking bulk. But I was afraid I was taking too much. He goes, no, more. And then he had me take a, a, a um, motility agent every day. So Ducalax every day. Boom. Yep. I'm immediately better and then a lot better. Like it's been just great ever since. Wow. And so I, I, it's been waxing. And a diarrheal? Yeah, not really a diarrhea, it's just a motility drug. It's just a pressure to move, move things at a different pressure. Yeah. And um, it, it is, uh, I, I was waxing and waning for like a year. Yeah. It was like constantly kind of bugging me. And like, it nothing. would just flare gone, up. He, gone. He'd eat my chili and then it was, oh, I ate too much. Oh, it's her chili. That's the problem. Well, I'm it's a you. ragu. There's no, there's oh, nothing there's no chili there. It's just a ragu, but it's but all. But it had food. beans in it, remember? <laughs> So it's kind of like chili without the spice. I don't remember. You can, can we can we can we show Susan some TikToks or something? Let's, let's get her mind on something else. So did you do any of this kind of fitness? That was the first finger glove dance that I created as an introduction to the first video, Uh-oh. Finger Fitness: The Art of Finger Control. Oh. I'd like to share that with you now. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Fascinating. Oh, there's more. I like that Christina's fascinated by this. 
Look at that dis dexterity. 1988? <laughs> it sounds very 80s, the music. Right, that goes for like another minute. That guy and a half. makes a living with that, right? Is that uh, what he's back in the late eighties? Yeah. Wow. Nice. Hey, could you? Could he you... looks like a like a magician or something. Yeah, that'd be interesting. You know. So for Susan, could you? I find the the snail identity people and play that for me. I'm curious what her thoughts would be. This is We're a. Not uh, to talk about this guy. This is a, no, this is a gay lady. Is she gay? Snow White. That's her name. Lesbian Snow. Lesbian White. Snow White, and uh, she. Is a pro. She's a gender identity specialist, it seems, or at least has lots of funny ideas, interesting ideas about this. And uh, she is advocating for a certain point of identity that we should celebrate. All right. Okay. Today I'm going to be teaching you how to use snail snails pronouns and sentences, so let's go! The reason that a person might want to use snail snails pronouns is because this person might feel like a snail throughout this person's gender. That's okay. If anything, we should just be here to love and support this person that needs the comfort of hearing a pronoun. Okay. It's not hurting anybody, and it sure as heck is not hurting you. So please, for the love of all that is good in this world, just try to be more understanding of people. I promise you that there are lots of neo pronoun users out here. It's just there isn't a very comfortable space for people to use neo-pronouns. I don't even use neo-pronouns myself, but I know that neo-pronouns are valid and they are here to stay. So let's just try to get comfortable with using neo-pronouns in sentences. Snail is such a wonderful person. Snail's smile is so contagious. In fact, I saw Snail make a whole audience smile. I think Snail should be very proud of Snail Cell. Oh my goodness, we made it through! And if you need more help on how to use neo-pronouns in sentences, um. that should help. <laughs> It's like, Ugh. Jesus. Okay. I can't stop looking at her eye eyelids. Eye makeup's pretty bizarre. Yeah, it's like I, I, I'm trying to focus on what she's saying, but her eyelids keep and, and, flashing. And, uh, she uh, one of the pronouns. <laughs> one of the things that I did not notice was that the little cartoons she has. Everyone's wearing masks, so she has to she has to oh. virtue signal every opportunity she gets. Right. Every, but maybe this was during COVID too. And then she's got a when she at, did it. And she's got gay. She's got the rainbow flags. Right, on her right. Shirts. Look, she's look at the snail. snail. Look we at don't the know that... if she's male or female because she's no, no, a snail. She, no, no, she's not. She's not a snail. She, said she doesn't use these kinds of pronouns. Yeah, right. She's Snow White. That's Snow White is a she/her, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think if we asked Snow White no, what she was, she would say snail. No, no, she's not a snail. She's she she's just... saying we should celebrate the snail identities. Snail, snails. Okay. All right. So, in fact, any other weird pronoun identities you've come across? Like, should we have? Fingernail, fingernails, or you know. I mean, I've seen on on YouTube a lot or on um, Twitter a lot people that say they identify as an animal or something, and that's their it's yeah. Like, instead of opposed to a snail, but I mean, they're being funny. This is you like, think they're being this funny. This person's being very serious. I think they're being I, maybe people are making fun when they do that, but there are people that do this seriously. Well, thank God none of our kids are doing that. Yes, there's no no. Um, I mean, identities. if you, it's just a way for them to get attention. It just doesn't even make sense, you know? Right. Like, and then be mad at you for something because you didn't, you called him a her or a him right. and then, instead but, of snail. But there's this weird passive aggressive, like, we're loving everybody. We're, we're going to celebrate everybody. Yeah. But then forcing it up your took us that's in like, the meantime. That's like borderline personality stuff. In what sense? It's just, they're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but. So, so they're advocating love and peace and love, but in reality, they're angry you know and hostile. I'm too old for this pronoun thing. Okay, I, I'm I'm over the hill. Like I I get to make mistakes and I get to be stupid about it because I'm old. Because you hate people, you don't love people the way she does. Yeah, I know. I don't love people at all. all. Right. But, but you know, pronouns are valid and they are here to stay. They're here to right. stay. And We're going to be calling you know, people we snails, do our snails best, forever. But but when it gets, I wacky, think in the Ukraine now. I think in the Ukraine when the Russians yeah. attack, they go. Soldier, snail, over here. <laughs> no, snails, over here. How many, how many guys are ju jump up? How many yeah, let's go back to SAS training. In, in the army. Yeah, but if it's a snail and, and, he, and she calls it snails, or he, the, so, the sergeant calls them snails, how many guys? Is that one guy or ten guys? Snail males, <laughs> as many as uh, are available. Uh, no, it's like they. I mean, can you imagine if you were in SAS training and they said, oh. okay, 
and you said you have to address me by snail. Oh, like, oh my God. Oh my God. You'd be crab walking. <laughs> they would just walking. pour salt you would, on you, you would, and you'd be dead. Yes, like a snail. <laughs> but it's while you crab walked across the desert is what would happen. Well, oh. Snail's not even a pronoun. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's a neo-pronoun. It's true. It's a noun. Look. It is. It's a noun. Uh, it starts with... fucking haters. It, it, <laughs> is, is that, I can't... Is that, Unbelievable. Chad, it starts with... Uh, the fact that we don't have any uh, singular or plural pronouns anymore, right? I mean, what do I do with that? That's my whole point. If if a sergeant's calling out to a, a they, you guys, the Russians are attacking. Go grab your weapons. Let's go. And then they just and he's talking there? to and he's talking to one guy. <laughs> or would or would the whole platoon stand up? How, how do we how do we communicate that? I, Okay. Anyway, no, I and it's funny because like use his name, when right? people right. when people correct me when they're talking to me and they say, "Well, they will be over later," and I'm like, "Who's they?" It was supposed to be who, one person. Who are they bringing? Yeah, and I'm just who? like, and then they then they correct me, and I'm like, "Go fuck yourself." They're using my house for free. <laughs> I think we got another TikTok over. Sorry. There. <laughs> Write your letters to con. You I don't want anything to do with you. Quit calling my aunt. Quit messaging my sister-in-law. Quit trying to pull my friends and family into this. You want closure? Here's your closure. I don't like you. Get over it. Mm, like the way she overly pronounced. I like how she followed my comment. Yes. Because that's yes. that's how you felt. <laughs> that's how I feel inside, mm. deep inside my loveless heart. I think we got another TikTok right here. <laughs> She's got the cool this guy. Oh yeah, I saw this one. The dragon. Chasing the ball. <laughs> but did not kill him. Let's open the movie. So we start here and go here. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess stay on your guard when you're around Steven Seagal. That's what, uh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, this is Steven Seagal. Yeah. Uh, He's gained a little weight. Guy. Susan Susan hasn't seen him since he put some weight on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, oh, good for Steven. He's out there, so good for him. Just, is he on TikTok? Snail pronouns? Uh, no, but are you ready to learn? <laughs> oh, I'm ready. I'm always ready to learn. In my previous video about how to take a book off a shelf, oh, I've many seen this people guy. said that it was a design flaw that the top edge could be damaged by taking a book off this way because this would be the natural way to do it. And so... Really, it's not user malfunction, but a design malfunction. However, these books are all backwards. 500 years ago, all the books would have been shelved with their four edges facing outward. Hmm. And so you wouldn't be pulling on top edges of spines. The head of the spine would be at the back. So if you were sliding it out, you'd actually be pushing on it. It's also common to find that there is writing on the four edges Oh, look or at that. Or some other part of the book to identify what the book is instead of using a spine label. Hmm. And of course, having a handy dandy chain to lift the book with also. Ooh, nice. An that looks like a purse. Huh. So uh, that guy, he gets into, I've seen him before, he gets into so much weird detail about ancient books and binding. And Pretty cool. It, it, it's, it, it, it scratches my obsessive compulsive itch. But I think he actually has an obsessed compulsive personality. Right. There's a certain personality type that he sort of represents. Oh, yeah, he's just a book guy. He's one of those book he, guys. I was thinking, a, like, how do you know what the book is? But I didn't know that. I guess they have to stamp the name on it. Are they write on it or that something? That is the thing I don't understand. It's just like, oh, okay, so now you're just writing in Sharpie on the side of right, the Right, yeah, which is damaging in another way. Yeah, you're just fucking it up. I don't know if I believe <laughs> him that it, it was was not spine out first. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Thank you. We have academician Ooh, here. Chad's yeah, a smart professor. Chad thinks Chad's that this is bullshit, huh? I agree. Chad's calling him out. Yeah, I mean, what's the point of putting the name on the spine if you're not going to use that to yeah. That's identify a cool, the book? That's yeah. a cool book, though, with the chain. Oh, you like that? Susan likes the whole design mm-hmm. of that book, so. All right. It's nice. More TikTok. You want your pussy to stop smelling, to stop having any form of smell. Huh. Apart from the fact that some people, you know, you don't have infection, you don't have um, anything, you are not sick, nothing. But you know that your pussy is not always like that <laughs> fresh and smells good. I'm going to do this video again, but then listen to me. If you know you don't have infection, there's nothing wrong with you. But your pussy is not always ready for somebody's face to dive in. <laughs> See, I'm going to talk about it. Anything that wants to happen, should happen. See, if you want your pussy to be as fresh as water that even if you don't bait even if you don't bait for a whole day 
your pussy will always be clean and ready for something to, you know, for some mouth every <laughs> single time. A mouth? If you want your pussy to stop smelling and always be clean and neat. Hmm? Uh-huh. Dump tissue paper. Yes, dump tissue paper. A lot of you, do, do you understand what you're doing to yourself? Like, you wipe your bum with tissue paper. After you're eating, you wipe with tissue paper. It doesn't make sense. You are just spreading it around. You are just rubbing it around. After using the toilet, please use water. Use water. Use your left hand. Use your right hand and scoop water. There's another like minute of this left, but I think so, we got the meat of it. We got the point. So that's how about not using your hand and getting a bidet or something if she's that hot on that stuff. I mean, Which, that sounds like that applies to. There, there is a world that really that is against toilet paper and likes bidets. There's, there's a sort of a whole. Yeah, yeah. I'm in that camp. You, are you in the? You have a bidet yeah, you now. You know this. I give myself an enema every day. But yeah, but I didn't know that you like disdained to toilet paper. There, I mean, like I'll settle. Like I'll settle for it. I'm tolerant so of toilet. Is she paper. making the point that that? Wiping your ass and then your vagina is creating infection. Yeah, she, I don't wipe she, my vagina. No, she's saying that using toilet paper <laughs> doesn't remove the smell because you're not rinsing it off. You're just mushing it around. No, but I think she's but saying that because she, she's saying vagina? dump the toilet paper. Like dump get, it. No, like get yeah, rid don't of it. use it. Yeah, don't use yeah. it because you're just so, spreading it around. But Susan is asking, when am I rubbing my toilet paper on my vagina? Right. It's after you pee. I think she's saying. Uh, not really. I mean, you. You just dab it. You don't rub it into your vagina. Well, she's saying don't dab. But she's saying don't water. do it. She's pouring water. If you over use it. your, if you use, if you use toilet paper on your bum, you're supposed to go from the inside yes, to the outside. Yes, yes, you never yes. go she, from outside to inside. Correct. But she was not even talking about that. She was saying that when you wipe your ass with toilet paper, it just mushes things around. Yeah, <laughs> those were her words. But I, think. I don't think urine makes your pussy stink. No, but she thinks the toilet paper does. The toilet paper does. Because you're pushing mm. it up against your no, vagina. No, listen. The, it, it sounds great. Using water is probably the best way. But then you're, you're wet with water. What do you do after that? Right. Just throw your underwear on and get it wet? Then or? you dab. Then you use the toilet paper. No, because I now think, you're just wiping away water. No, I think yeah. Okay. But then if you're, you know, dipping your hand into a toilet and taking the bacteria-laden water and shoving it in your vagina, you're going to have a problem too. Susan, help this email. Right? Here we go. It's not... I'm, I'm tiring of the water on the pee hole. <laughs> All right, I'm 28-year-old. I 28-year-old, zero-sex dive, can barely hold an erection. Ooh, I started yeah. watching porn age seven. Started yanking around that as well. Third to fifth grade, my best friend's older sister, who was in your high school at the time, would take me to her room constantly when have dry sex with me. Uh-oh. Uh, I was very sexually active in high school. So he was how old then? Junior high school, best friend's older sister. That's like 12 or 13? Yeah. Uh, had threesomes a lot. Uh, have definitely mm. uh, done everything. At the age of 19, started having sex with prostitutes for about two years. Okay. At 25, just lost interest completely. Okay. Uh, the last thing on my mind, I've left girls and girlfriends up in arms and have even left some questioning their own attractiveness. It sucks. What can I do? So Isaac, uh, you've had some very, very serious sexual trauma growing up. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, this is, we've, we've tried he's to... He's desensitized, He's right? desensitized. We don't fully know the impact of porn at young age. You know, age seven, he started really wow. masturbating at seven to pornography. We just don't know the full impact of that. And then all this other sexual trauma that followed, and then sexual addiction. And one thing about sexual addiction is some people have what's called bipolar quality of their sexual addiction. They go from very high levels of sexual activity to total shutdown. Uh, the fact that you are so shut down, I would get a medical evaluation just to make sure. The fact that you can't have an erection, that's kind of, yeah. you know, you're not saying I'm you know, spilling all my chi watching porn and then I can't get an erection. You're saying I just got nothing. Right. And, and it can be a mood disturbance. It could be some of this bipolar sexual addiction. But Maybe all... he had his hormones come in really young and he's like almost growing out of it now. Mm. So he's like a 30-year-old or that no, would have the same not really, There's not really anything like that except testosterone-producing you know, cancers and tumors. Right, and he right. would know that already. Uh, and it wouldn't go away. It would just keep getting worse. So it's there's it, something just... Look, I, at very minimum, you're going to need some mental health services here. You for sure yeah. are. If you're going to, you, what this leaves you with, essentially, and what you're describing, amongst other things, is, is also an intimacy disorder. You can't be with people. You can't be close with people. And that's really serious and a tough problem. Um, you want to check out some good resources, uh, check out the centerforhealthysex.org, I think is the last. Yeah. Uh, slip and slide pussy. 33-year-old uh, <laughs> was on birth control, pill and new. Those are the best. Uh, for me, 17 to 29, I went off. 
It's like a snail. <laughs> now I know where the snail identity comes from. Uh, I went off uh, birth control completely, but since stopping, I get too wet. Uh, like it's a damn slip and slide. It's not great time for me or my husband, so she can't feel any friction. Aww. We've been matching it. We have been using a towel throughout the session, but is it normal to have that kind of reaction after getting off the birth control pill? Is there anything I can do to dry up? I don't want to go back on the birth control pill because you're trying to conceive. Uh, do, don't touch my camera through the fence. Huh. Uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly, it, this is probably, I'm going to bet this is more your normal functioning and that when you were on all those pill, all that birth control, it was drying you out and was sort of making yeah. you sort of not normally yourself. And the, the progesterone in th most of the pills and even in certain of the, the implantable things. I think the estrogen is what gives you the... The wet. Excessive, yeah. Yeah, but the progesterone dries you out. And most of the birth control pills we have these days are high in progesterone. Oh, okay. So that would have been drying her out. So I would say just go with this until you conceive. It, sometimes there's change after delivery, so this might not continue after the pregnancy. I have an idea. And then you can go back on the pill later. I have an want. idea. Yeah. Wear your underwear while you're having sex and just slip it to the side so it gets the extra juice. Yeah, but they, what's inside, she's saying, is too slippery. Like they don't feel no friction. They can't feel each other. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not just, just a, a, they just said it's a mess. I appreciate you keeping everything clean. Just an it, idea. It's an idea. No, I don't mean the clean part. It might just soak up some of the extra fluid and okay. it won't be so Maybe. slippery. Maybe. Perhaps. Or, yeah, get some friction on the They're side. They're using a towel too. Yeah. Drying it up. Put on a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Put a hole in it. <laughs> Talking about a pleasureless wife. My wife and I have been married for two years. I'm a problem years. solver. She has, <laughs> she has trouble with ever having an orgasm when we have sex, though if she got uses a vibrator on her own, she gets there easily. Backstory, we got married at 19 because we were both at the time involved in Christianity and the church. Uh, we have shame around sex and uh, blah, blah, blah. When we got married, we both had not ever experimented, and she never even knew that she could masturbate until we got married. We are essentially both virgins until our honeymoon. Now two years into it, she still can't experience uh, sex. He's complaining that she can't have an in, in intercourse sex, uh, intercourse orgasm. So what's your advice? Not everybody can do that. Correct. Uh, See, she, I got that one right. And she can do it with a vibrator. So maybe... Use a vibrator while you're having sex. How about that? What a, what a crazy idea. Uh-oh, uh she's recently figured out she's bi. Oh, We've considered adding other couples into the sex. She identifying as a snail. <laughs> We've um, considering adding other couples into our sex since we know of oh. a few close friends who have talked to us about this idea but before. Now, wait. That will be a disaster. What is the problem? That she can't have an orgasm during intercourse? Yes. Or that so, they're, well, there's more going that they're, on. They don't want to have sex alone anymore. She's bi. Right. So she may be saying bye-bye to heterosexual and hello to lesbian. Right. I don't know. Uh, but but them, I mean, what do they do? Well, all right, let's you say know what? She, probably because the woman pleases her with different oral sex. Yeah, yeah, maybe she's sort of so interested in that. So he needs to learn how to do that. Ah, maybe some good. Or, mm, I like how you're thinking. So better better with the oral sex. Maybe that will satisfy her. Maybe that's what she's interested in. But I maybe go see a couples counselor because there seems to be a lot of confusion yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, and and if she's bringing people in is a bad idea. If she's yeah, if she's actually gay, uh, you need to know that. And bringing other people in, you just don't know what what the feelings that are generated. People are hard to predict, and it's just it destabilizes relationships terribly. What religion were they? Christianity. Oh, okay. Let's Not see. Mormon. <laughs> we got some more voicemails. Yeah, we got some voicemails for you. Hi, Hitler. This is Robert from the Bay Area. I just had a question. Sometimes when I'm having intercourse with a lady friend, I always get complaints that my penis is too thick. Uh-oh. Not necessarily that it's too long or too big. It's just thick. I was wondering if there's any advice that you have that I can make it more pleasurable for lady friend. Um, a lot of times as well as they want to have anal intercourse and that is, seems almost impossible. Piss on me, beat me, uh, my mommy. So, uh, when we, back in the Loveline days, we used to get too big as a complaint much more frequently than too small. Yes. Uh, too small you can kind of work with. Too big you're sort of stuck with. There's not a lot you can do, but what are your, what are your suggestions? Why me? Um, you have a vagina. I do, I do. 
but I like them thick, so it's fine. <laughs> no, I understand, but if... <laughs> so Now, if... listen, if, you, if you're not compatible with the person that you're having sex with because you, there's a fit issue, mm -hmm. it, it takes a lot more uh, creativity. Okay. So, like, don't stick it in as far or... Right. Or just um, remember how you used to say the, you need like a grommet or something mm -hmm. to, so it doesn't Adams. go in as deep. Yeah. Um, but anal is not the end all. No, no. Obviously. But so is there a way he can put his female partner sort of in the sort of more control position so he's not? I I think best for them would for would be for her to be on top. Okay. Because then she can control it. Okay. Or some version of the her being controlled. Yeah. What's so, going. like when you're when you're there's certain positions where it hurts a lot more mm. if it's big, and if mm. you're you're on top, then you can, you know, you can just do it till it starts to hurt, and not go all the way in. Okay. That's that would be my suggestion. Yeah. But so so in other words, let, let and give them it time. Kind of control it. You know, well, he, slowly he's, stretch he's, it out. Everyone's complaining about it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta learn how to use it <laughs> so that you're not hurting them. Obviously, it right. has to be a comfortable experience. Right. And, and, um, you know, I wish you all the best. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks for asking. What's that? Dump lube on it? Is that a... Lube is hell. Lube is good. It lube would make it slippery. But I think the woman has to not just be screaming in agony because he's going too hard and too right. fast. And, and the other thing is uh, obviously relaxation and stuff. And sort of right. If, if, make if, sure she's completely... Lube would be good. Good idea. Okay. Good idea. Another voicemail. Hey, Dr. Drew. Mm. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm 22. When I've been a virgin for the last 22 years, except for recently. So Yay. I go over, I smash, but I don't bust. Mm. Like I never nutted. Mm -hmm. I lasted a decent amount of time because I didn't. Anyways, <laughs> then I'm like, holy shit, I'm broken. So I go and I smash a different chick. Like two days later, uh -huh. no nut again. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so I guess my question is: Is there like, like what's going on? Okay, like I don't think I was nervous or any of that sort mm -hmm. of stuff, but there was just no like. I, my buddy was like, "Hey, you should go masturbate," and I was like, "No, I'm not going to jerk off because that's like rewarding a bad dog." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> anyway, if you could help me come, that'd be great. All right. <laughs> That'll be coming you can help me come. So, so come uh, on, Drew, help him come. Common complaint, not a big deal. Uh, it, it's not necessarily anxiety so much as the intensity of the situation is a little bit too much. Some guys, and it makes it difficult to get to that that stage in the switch from you know in the, in the autonomic nervous system to where you can have an orgasm. Um, it's not you're not broken. It's not them. Don't let them believe that it's, it has something to do with her. And you really probably need to work this out with a partner. Sometimes people actually have to masturbate to the point that they're just about to have an orgasm and then include the partner in the whole behavior. Um, but it's something you kind of need a stable relationship with that you can kind of work this out. You, you will get through this. It will not be that big, big a deal. Uh, provide you're not any medication or anything that can sort of delay ejaculation. It's usually something that if it's happening early in your in your uh, career, it's something you can kind of figure out and work out. So, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and then... Um, definitely try masturbation to see if you can make it work. With with, with the partner? No, before, oh, like he, on the side. Oh, I'm sure he's masturbating. Oh, he's not masturbating, you think, at all? I don't know. He said it's like rewarding a, a dog, you know. Is he, do you think he's saying he doesn't masturbate at all? I thought no. he was talking about after right, bad sex. I, his yeah. friends were giving him the tip to masturbate if he can't nut. And yeah. he's like, no, I'm not doing that because bad dog. But I don't think he said he doesn't masturbate right. outside it, yeah. of sex. There's nothing wrong with that, though. Well, that, I but, mean, they, but his masturbatory habits are women sort of, do it all the time. But the after sex, because the man just rolls over and goes to sleep. So. Interesting. Um, <laughs> right? you want, is there something you want to tell me? You know, not not you. You're always you're always very so, uh, tentative. Okay. All right, good. Uh, but the, um, the the his masturbatory habits actually are relevant. If we had him on the phone, I'd be asking him about that stuff to see if there's something about what he's doing that he can kind of incorporate his partner into. So that's yeah, the other way yeah. to do this. Uh, what else you got? I don't know. That's hey, Dr. Drew, oh. this is Kirsten. Um, I'm calling because um, my husband has had an issue if we are having sex in the doggy style position, 
Um, he oftentimes gets a Charlie horse, and it's been going on for years, and <laughs> we've tried um, giving him magnesium, thinking that that would help, and it seems to, no matter what, still happen, and it sucks because that's one of my favorite positions. <laughs> I'm wondering if you could offer any advice. Calling from Haley, Idaho. All I, right. I Thank love you. her sweet voice. Mm-hmm. The women are so much more entertaining. Than he gets a Charlie horse. <laughs> So I, I'm assuming Do you ever he's, get Charlie horses? No. He's talking about a calf spasm, right? Uh, Something like that. That yeah. product I used to work for, TheraWorks, does really help some people with spasms. So he could, he could put that on before you guys go into action. That's a possibility. <laughs> or he could stretch. There, he can stretch uh, for sure. Pilates. Mm, just stretching the calves out, definitely a good idea. Yeah. Uh, and... and there are medication that can reduce spasms. Uh, I don't like them, but if you're desperate for this, it's I something I think you should try. work on that muscle group, like with a Pilates machine, or get, take Pilates and stretch. Yes, we agree. That's what I would do. Okay, but if he doesn't have his Pilates machine handy, then he can go. A lot of people don't. He, he can, can go stretch. online and he can learn Pilates stretches. Drew, you YouTube. said that you don't like the the gels. Why is that? No, I do like the the TheraWorks. I like that a lot. That's why I was representing that because it worked yeah. and it, would be, it it obviated the need for medication. I don't like people taking medicine for a muscle cramp no, because no. the medicines are kind of powerful and it's like. Nah. But if he has to do it, you know, you maybe check she that could out. work some stretching exercises into their their foreplay, like laying on his back and stretching his leg. And why can't and he like do it? Tickling on, his butthole or something, ooh, well, you know, what? something like that, huh? and, and then stretch him out. Okay, uh, and, and uh, <laughs> I'm creative. What can yes, I say? Yes, yes. Well, mm. <laughs> I'll be thinking about that soon. Okay. Uh, so. so it, it, I don't understand why. I'm assuming it's in one leg, right? I don't know. I, because both legs simultaneously? Yeah, probably one leg. It seems sort of weird. Yeah. And if it's one leg, how about standing on the other leg? Yeah, he could like just make, and putting our bed, Or how about on the on his knees on the bed or something? You yeah, know what I mean? Maybe. Or maybe it's still... That's what I was going to say. Is why doesn't he just stand? Like, or stand, yeah, just try different maybe positions Maybe he's for getting him. it from the hip motion and it's just... Well, whatever pulling. it is, they're diff- he doesn't have to, he doesn't either have to be standing, he doesn't have to be standing on both feet, he can be on his knee. There's a lot of different ways they can do this, yeah. obviously, and they need to kind of work on that. I like. think he needs to stretch more. We got that. Uh, and he needs his butthole tickled. I got it, right? He's in backwards in there. Isn't, isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. While you're, while you're warming him up. Uh, okay. Since my girlfriend entered her second trimester... That might make it go away. Since my girlfriend entered her second trimester, we've been having weird issues with my penis after sex. After we have sex, the tip of my penis gets irritated and itchy over the next couple of days. I get red spots in the head of the penis one to two days later. Yikes. I'm uncircumcised, and these next couple of days are going to be mildly painful to retract the foreskin. Mm. After a couple of days of no contact, everything seems to be returning to normal. I'm not sure what that is. Ouch. Uh, it sounds kind of like a fungus. Yee, but, uh, and you don't want to be transmitting that Whoa. if she's pregnant. Uh, women can get Gardnerella, get bacterial vaginosis during pregnancy. And it's actually a significant thing. You actually got to get it treated. So I would talk to her obstetrician. I think they should uh, see if there's anything. Not so much that there necessarily is anything they can really do about your penis, but it, whether it means anything significant in terms of That's what's crazy. going on in her pregnancy. Yeah, Have well, it checked. All right. I'd love to see some more vo- some more uh, videos. I got Gardnerella can. when I was pregnant, and Drew goes, how did you get that? I was like, I don't know. I grew, I'm grew. i growing a garden in there. <laughs> Just because of Gardnerella? <laughs> I had three babies. I have a garden. It's like, you know, really green. <laughs> Here's a nice video. Such a scientist. <laughs> you need to get a towel and some soap and scrub under your armpits. And then use that same towel and apply a nice dose of soap and spend two minutes washing your nuts. <laughs> Just hold one or two passes now, nigga. Wash your nuts. Yep. You need to do that. And oh then my God, I love this guy. Rinse that motherfucker out, do it again, and wash down the crack of your ass. Yeah. Yep, down the crack of your ass. And then you need to actually, yeah, you, and you need to look at it. And you need to wash until that motherfucker's clean. <laughs> then you need to actually point away from the shower, bend over, and let the goddamn water run through there. Yeah, nigga, clean your asshole. <laughs> A woman that licked your ass probably because it's got crustaceans in it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas, man. 
R.I.P. Anybody, anybody disagree? <laughs> any, any, any notes? No, nope. gotta I clean them. He's <laughs> so cute. All right, next. That, some men need direction. I, I guess that's what this is, it's is reminding us. That they it's do. probably true. It's probably true. We're animals until we're 27. You know, I'm yeah. telling you, we are. It's pretty bad. <laughs> and he's got. Uh, I mean, uh, Nadav's got a crazy smile on, so he's getting something <laughs> loaded up for us. Uh oh, here it comes. Yeah, I got something great for you. Mm-mm. This is crazy. Oh. Oh no. One more time. Oh no. Uh oh. Arm. <laughs> oh. oh. Did you see his leg? Yes. It like went bow legged and then it and then he look at this. Look at that. Oh, it's he might have hurt that knee too. No, it's his oh, ankle. Yeah. No, it's definitely the knee. Yeah. The oh knee my turned oh it went yeah. the wrong way. Watch. Oh yeah! Oh, that's a very Tom Segura an, like, like move an there. Exterior cruciate and mm-hmm. ankle mm-hmm. pull. Anterior, yep, anterior. Anterior. Wait. Anterior, what um, is it called? <laughs> lateral collateral. Lateral collateral. I I don't uh, have one of those anymore. That yeesh. that looks painful. And then they get them up afterwards. All right. Uh, I don't know. The video kind of cuts it, off, but aww. yeah, the only info we have is that he really hurt his leg. <laughs> oh, really? Just the leg? I thought the. I think it's I the leg. Arm he might have hurt stuff on the way back down, but I mean, he's falling look- on some oh, men, poor man. Thing. What yeah. were they doing? Racing? Or? Just racing. Just boys being. Should we just watch Tom's video just to remind us what a real good fall nah, looks like? <laughs> snapping sounds are kind of stuff of what nightmares are made oh, of. Oh my god! Yeah, you know what? I think you're gonna really like this. Sound. Okay. The sound. Oh, I've seen that one. You showed me that one before. That's terrible. Does he get up? Uh, not in the version we have. Oh. Normally, I laugh when people fall, but he oh, looks young. The, the head, the head. Oh, and the legs. Yeah. Oh, yikes! I don't know why this stuff. This that th- was not these a... falls are affecting me in my balls for some reason. My <laughs> balls are like like uh, my crimisteric response is up. You had you, know, you had a lot of exercise in your balls today, so there you go. Care to share? <laughs> Want to share it? Actually, yeah, what happened to my up, balls? Susan? What happened to my balls today during sex? <laughs> He got a Charlie horse. <laughs> I, I, I mismoved and smashed one. Never done that before. Have I ever done that before? He was he was kind of doing this contortionist like position that I've never seen before. He went sideways. And what happened? He screamed. I think I smashed my. No, I didn't think. It was not think. There's no, there's, do you have to think about that? Do you have to wonder if that's what's happened no, when you have that happen? quickly if you did it. Or no, not. it's pretty it, clear. But it was like he hurt himself like that, but then he got up and he kept going. See, I'm push push through. Remember how we established? You got to push <laughs> he through. He learned that in the Wadi Rome test. Right? That's right. I just imagine. <laughs> Great job, Drew. Imagine those staff guys know, screaming about, at me. About 20. Thousand people just stopped watching the show after hearing that. Well, thank you for doing that, Susan. So I wonder if you could show her that carnival ride in India. That uh, I, I think you need to see this. So there's a, a carnival ride in India that uh, looks like the kind of ride I, our kids used to like to go on and stuff. And uh-huh. I, I think you've been on a few of these too. Uh, and I just want you to just kind of take a look at what that, that what you think of this ride. Whether you think it would have been. Like fun to do this or where? where? It, is it going to be coming. on here? Yeah, oh, okay. here it comes. Here it comes. Look, it's uh, one of those high spinny, you know, when they kind of comes down okay. rather crack, and then oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do they have <laughs> lawyers in <laughs> India? Let's see that again. Holy one more time. Mm. Yeah, I, think I they thought might. you'd enjoy this. <gasps> oh my God! Is there somebody underneath that? No. Like what? No. Is there like they what? all fly off of it? Is what happens. Oh. oh. Oh my God. Oh Lord. Wait, what was that thing hanging on the bottom when it started down? Was that a person that came through, or was what? that what Wait, was what that Where? on the bottom? Like, what is that little light colored thing on the right? It's just the machine that spins it. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. That's just yeah. that's not a person. No. 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 no Dangling. No. Or no people are much smaller than it's just the, the track. Oh. What do you think? Maybe carnival rides? No, I never do those. <laughs> ever. I'm never on those. I, You're I, actually bothered by this. Yeah, that, <laughs> somebody seriously got injured in there. and they're, You look really upset. I feel bad. No one for, died. No one died here. No one died good. No, That's, uh, about 30 people got really injured, though. Yeah, I'm sure. They have neck injuries. and mm, Back injuries. And yeah. Yep. yeah. You okay? 
Charlie horses. I'm sure there's a, a county fair nearby. Oh, man. I, on, right? There's got to be fairs. We're in I, Texas. I it's got fall. lucky because Douglas never would go on those rides. So oh, I got to right? not do it, too. Uh, you would do it with the kids, mm. with Paulina and Jordan. Okay. And then you'd all come back green, and I'd be like, oh, no, thank, thank God. You. Yeah, I get, I get sick just looking at it. <laughs> Balancing on balls. I wonder what that was. Balancing on balls. Balancing on balls. I mean, now that you've heard that's the story, what was that's doing. what I was doing. <laughs> Here it is. Fuck, you got all of so is I think ba- I could do that. Balancing on balls in Norway, is that what we're calling this, or Sweden? So that's how you were fucking, Drew? Uh, <laughs> it looks kind of like it. It's kind of like that. I didn't have such a cool haircut. Uh, that's what he looked like when it hurt. Denmark. That's what he sounded like. I want to hear the Swedish he, again, or the, whatever it was. That doesn't look comfortable. No. Danish he looks is Danish? Really uh, it's Denmark. Is that Danish? Oh, it's Danish, yeah. You're generally bright people. Fuck, you look at us, Lavel. Fuck, you slap on my eye. Fuck, you bought slap eye. You look at fucking us, Lavel, son. I bought slap eye, Miss Liga, son. I've heard the F word four times in the N word. It sounds hmm. like it. No, I don't he think said. They're, they're speaking he said, our language, he man. said Sligger. Uh-huh. It's very he weird. He didn't say the N word. All right. I'm glad we saw that. Is oh, there. That right. was very <laughs> creative. If, um, you know, look, men, I, I was, you know, uh, Susan got to meet, um, Dave Smith from kingdom, uh, from, uh, Legion of Skanks. Yes. And we were talking, Dave's a very bright guy. And we were talking about how he agreed that men until they're 27, there's just no telling what they'll do. Right. Right. We just do stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we sh- should be in cages. Yeah. The brain doesn't fully develop. No. And this is the kind of but thing they you'll were, do. They were drinking and having fun and thought that would be funny. Like I wish I could. I feel sorry Dana. for the guy. I wonder what happened afterwards. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure on your balls. To, does Christina have a, a track of of men punching their balls or getting kicked in the balls? You know these. There's all these uh, martial arts experts that do all this nut punishment stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not in the batch that I have here no. for you. Give me another one. So crazy. Let's see what you do have. I have two more left in TikTok. All right, let's okay. Do it. Now these guys are six-week-old Bengal tiger babies. You're actually seeing two different colors right now. You're seeing this lovely guy, which is what we call a standard, which is like the normal color that people are used to seeing—brown and black. And then you have the royal white Bengal tiger, which is the white tiger with black stripes. These guys were actually born in the exact same litter. That's it. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are we seeing all these animal videos on Christina's feed? I like that it's just the curation. She's getting soft again. She's getting. She is. I like she that is. She could liquids. use a strongly worded text from you. Yeah, I, yes, I'm gonna. She's gonna have to hear from me. That's why you're showing me these things. We got to get her back on track. Yeah. She's she's losing it. I'm worried about her. Okay, is there one more? Tell me it's not yeah. another animal. Last one. It is kind of animal themed. Uh. So I got requested to cook a whole alligator today for a little party. I had some leftover boudin right there and some bacon. We're going to stuff this sucker up. What I like to do is I'm going to really just stuff the tail, the real good meaty part. Get you a good knife right down them back straps, dude. See that right there? We're going to open it up on both sides. Alligator's good. All the way down. You don't like alligator? Right here. Oh. You feel bad for it? I hate watching this. Keep going. My dad used to make me clean fish. Ugh gonna cut his finger off something bad's gonna happen i got this old boudin what's boudin nice come up in here it's like a sausage mixture that's Boot, nice boudin that's slits we made cajun get it good and on both sides <laughs> i love his voice boy this is gonna be fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and what, we're gonna wrap that in bacon because the alligator is not like pork or beef that fat just don't render down. They ain't, look how lean that is. There ain't much fat on yeah. there. So we're going to keep it, it from, from drying out on the cooker. Uh, oh. And we're going to get my little boudin surprise when they cut it open. Boudin surprise. Water this goes on for like another oh, two minutes. That's enough. I don't, I'm not sure I need this anymore. So what do they, he's, they're going to wrap it in bacon. And they're going to cook it. That's all. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, look at that. Look at oh that. Oh my gosh, it really does. Like, right. Yeah. That's cool. It looks pretty good. Yeah. No, that's cool. But then how do they cook it? On a smoker? Uh, on a barbecue. Just barbecue it. That's a big guy. Oh, it's a little sad though. Poor little guy. It wasn't a very big one. Bleh. Had the chick on them yard pimps with that beautiful boot ant. But they ain't always coming at you. 
Beautiful Louisiana blue crab. Oh, nice. Gonna hit you with them special little swimps. Oh, nice. Swimps. I thought it was the last crawfish of the season. Oh. That's what I found in the trap, dude. We're about to get it. Yeah. Well, I'm hungry now. That looks really we good. got the gator smoking. Got the boudin flowing. What we got to do? Get that gator meat. Get that boudin. No, that's enough. I, wow. I've seen enough boudin and enough gator. It's pretty cool. I, I gotta, I gotta talk to Christina P. This, this girl is. Uh, that's why I, I know. This is the most. This I've looks never like cooked the most an alligator. On this batch of TikToks. I, I'm I've trying to remember what it was last time we were watching. That I thought she was so soft. It was, it was like kittens, a, cats. Yeah, yeah cats it was on a cat riding down on a sled. Yeah, that was like <laughs> this disturbing yeah, that, that she cute. sent me that. Disturbing. disturbing. Yeah, but I that like the, the tigers. Disturbing. They were cute and the Why? little. It's not on this show. It doesn't I belong know, on the show. but it's still, it's for me. It's for you. Yeah, it's a girl thing. Really? Yeah. So, so if you were on where my mom's at, you'd expect to see stuff like that. Yeah, sure. You're, you're in your mom's house. Yeah, I don't get like six thousand questions about how to use a dick. Like, I like seeing a, a cute tiger once in a while. It's nice. On your mom's house. Yes. <laughs> What's happened to this place? I used to. I used to think well, they've, I, they've gone soft. I think I thought I understood you, it. What happened to me? What? Yeah, maybe you're you're like, you've become more. I know. What happened to him? Like, <laughs> show me Cynthia was in the <laughs> SAS on, training. I wanted bad. to kick some ass. It's, it's that I just don't expect to be looking at somebody <laughs> stuffing meat and, and, and so cooking videos and tiger little puppy videos. I that just didn't was, expect okay, that. You know they what? were cooking an alligator. That was kind of creepy. All right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, no. Is he okay? He's okay. He looks like it. He's wow. Fine. Good for him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, that, thank you. I feel oh, better. my God. Look I, at I that like, guy. I appreciate when people aren't hurt too. He I mean, has a guardian angel, that guy. He's, He's literally truck to truck, f nearly head on. Guys flies out of the vehicle, also hit by the truck. It seemed like on the oh way by. Oh my gosh! And uh, let's see. That's such a crazy video. Let's see. Oh. Yeah, Boing. it looks like he flew. Out of the... It's like Top Gun. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, man. oh man. I like the way he put his feet in front of the curb wow. so he didn't hit his head. I think he played him. football. You do? Yeah. No? Okay. Because he landed well. Good. All right. Well, I'm thank bounced. you for being here. Another, <laughs> another extraordinary performance. I know. And I know. You feel and good I'm, about it? I'm, I'm happy to come back anytime. Okay. It's fun. You feel good about this one? Yeah, I feel good. You I, weren't too, too nasty to yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> the last time. I said some things that I had to see on the internet. But, oh, you know, really? it's okay. Like what? Just the things I said. What'd you I was say? in a feisty mood, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. Well, this time you're talking about thick cocks. Yeah. So <laughs> just, How to use them. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, what, what did you say last Your time? Your cock's perfect. What, thank you. What did you say last time? I forget. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> what did it have to do with? It'll be a clip again. What did it have to do with? I can't remember, but it was. Oh, pff, nonsense. All right. So, um, who's your next guest? <laughs> so uh, I think probably Nick Simmons, won't it? Nick Simmons, uh, Gene, oh, cool. Gene Simmons' son. Nick is a YMH super fan. Has he been on your mom's house before? Any uh, of the... No. This is his first That's appearance. Cool. We just connected with him. He's going to be very excited. He is a super... He's going to be excited to meet you guys. He's a super yeah, duper, cool. super your mom's house fan. I like And he's people. a great kid and a brilliant dude. He's a super yeah, bright guy. Yeah. yeah I got, haven't met him, have I? I might have met I him briefly. So, like at some event. No, I don't think so. Jordan has met him. We we walked yeah. to Skid Row with him once. Oh. Um, um but uh, yeah. So well, thank you for being here, and thank you for everything as for always. Me, thank honey. you for crushing my balls this morning. I appreciate <laughs> that. It was uh, quite an interesting. I didn't do it. You. Were, How dare you? It was all you, honey. All me. You 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 made your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys good? Are we done here? Anybody Fantastic, have any questions for work, Susan Drew. before she lays out, scampers out of here? All right, that's it. I'm done. We'll see you next time. Ta-ta. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. 
please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.